0: hey guys welcome to coffee catch with me amelia Beaumont. and me tanya wiley coffee catch is a christian podcast all about life in your 20s um just to clarify like we are not theologians we're not bible teachers we're not scholars we are just two people who love jesus and want to get to know him better and this week we are super mega excited to have the lovely sarah and geraldine with us from a Taylor two singles podcast hey guys hello,
1: hello. <laughs> that was can I just say very professionally done <laughs> that
0: introduction that
2: was way smoother I think then. that How might be the that. most professional one that we've done <laughs> so, well, good.
0: um yeah so, guys thank you so much for coming on we're super excited to have you with us um do you want to just start by kind of like introducing yourselves and telling us a little bit about who you are and your podcast
3: um so yeah so we're Sarah Jody. Um and a couple of years ago, gosh, like two and a half years ago, we started a podcast called A Tale of Two Singles, mm-hmm. um, all about kind of um singleness and dating as people of faith. And um yeah, then we did that kind of throughout the pandemic and have been doing it sporadically, let's be honest, um, <laughs> ever since. And just it's been really interesting to kind of hear from loads of different people's perspectives um about what it's like to be single and date and kind of realize mm-hmm. that this is actually like a very big issue that a lot of people are talking about and feel like they want to talk about more
2: your podcast is fantastic you talk about dating you talk about singleness you talk about uh looking for a partner casual dating serious dating um I love your phrase dare to date beautiful thank um, you <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about how um what sort of drove you to start it for a while like my job I do writing and people kept
3: saying to me like oh Sarah you should write book about singleness you should like talk about singleness and I was like no I do not want to be me that person's like type us a single person and then like I have to be single forever because I'm the person who talks about singleness blah blah Mm -hmm. um and then yeah basically at the start of the pandemic like we're really good Mm -hmm. friends and we talk a lot about this stuff anyway and lots of people were talking to us about it we were like there's no like teaching about it really it seems to be kind of this like thing of shame where people have either dated loads of people or they've never dated anyone Mm -hmm. or they break up and then it's like awful um and so we thought oh let's just for a bit of fun really let's start talking about it the first one we just recorded on my phone with some wine and we didn't think we'd ever post it and then we did and loads (laughs) of people listened to it and we were like oh I guess we should carry on then (laughs) um so that's kind of why we started I think yeah Mm.
2: I
1: know I'm trying to think if there's like a specific thing other than just like the general conversations and like that kind of um I guess like you know in your 20s 30s it's a little big topic of conversation isn't it really like often within friendship groups that's what people that's what, what's happening it's what's around you so I think just kind of from there and I guess having conversations with so many different people we were like we're having a lot of the same conversations so let's just yeah. bring it yeah. to the table
2: let's just have the conversation just you guys and then everyone can listen yeah. <laughs> just
1: bring our wisdom everyone yeah because yeah. basically
2: we have dating at
1: like down to a T now
2: <laughs> yeah I'm sure are you guys experts <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's going to be a book and a TED
2: talk <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for that I'm all for
1: that. <laughs> I mean, we're definitely far from that <laughs> yeah
2: well it's interesting you say that because when we we just released an episode of a while back about singleness and we were talking a little bit about how um one of the difficulties of that is that you're almost not taken quite as seriously. Singles mm. isn't really talked about as much, not taken quite as seriously as married people. And if you're in relationship as well, like it's kind of the expectation that that is going to go to marriage. Mm. got to be intentional, <clears throat> serious, serious, serious dating. Mm. Um, and it is definitely something that I've felt, and I think you too, Amelia, that it just wasn't really spoken about enough.
0: Also, the conversations always seem to be either like like we say kind of not had or like mega mega serious mm-hmm. um and so it's really good to like be able to kind of have these chats and just bring it into a more kind of casual sphere and I think like so for me like I've actually I've never dated at all um and it's always been kind of like this huge mm-hmm. thing that's like oh my goodness it's gonna it's gonna happen it's gonna be big and it's gonna get marriage, like woo mm-hmm. um but like it hasn't happened and so it gets kind of even more kind of big in my head um and like I have to say, like in all seriousness, like your guys' podcast has been so helpful because it really changed my perspective on dating. Like, actually, it's okay mm. to be casual about it, mm. um, which is you know, like not you know disrespectful to the other person, casual, mm. but like casual in terms of actually, there doesn't need to be all of this pressure. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's something that's really helped me. What well, like that's so nice to hear. Thank yeah, you. that is. I'm glad oh. that it's
1: like actually helped. <laughs> yeah, that's really Yeah,
0: Hundred percent. No, yeah. So like, I think one of the things that we really wanted to kind of um go into what is one thing for for you guys that you like individually have learned either from the podcast or outside of the podcast about dating as a Christian we made a little
3: list earlier yeah, We did. and actually I'm going to steal the top one and that is what you've said really <laughs> that it's actually okay to date casually and that it doesn't need to be so serious because I think for me as well it felt like such a huge thing and like I had gone on dates with people but I'd taken it like very I'd been very like uncommitted to it in a way because I was like oh well I don't want to marry this person um and actually that idea um well that sounds disrespectful to the people they were great um <laughs> I was just That's I was true. really unsure yeah
2: marriage. Because you have thing.
3: <laughs> yeah, you have these things from like Hollywood that you think there's gonna be like this giant spark and like all this stuff's gonna happen then you have from the church you know the very serious like you know respect people boundaries stay on the other side of the room don't like hang out with anyone one-on-one you know that kind of Mm -hmm. unhelpful side of it and so I think actually um yeah just open up the conversation thinking it's okay to date date casually and then also just um getting people's funny dating stories in Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think actually that whole thing of like it's okay to laugh at Mm -hmm. like terrible dates and it's okay for dates to go wrong and it's okay for them to be funny and it's okay for us to make idiots of ourselves yeah and actually just taking away like the shame around that and just i think that helped to kind of make it more casual as well so i think that's something i probably would say definitely because as well like if nothing else if you've
1: got a disastrous date it is a great story in the end isn't it (laughs) and You know, learn a bit about yourself, like wear shoes that stay on effectively while dating. <laughs> you know, don't, don't dribble. Yeah, don't dribble. These sort of things. Great tips. Well,
2: <laughs> if, even if you do dribble, you're revealing part of your authentic self. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. if you don't like it, then I know oh, you just show your like very raw self in that moment. It's
1: quite a yeah. vulnerable thing to do, really. Yeah, like if you're gonna to someone,
0: you're gonna need to know this, right? Like look about eventually.
1: Well, I think one of the other things that really like kind of struck, I guess, me and part, I think both of us, because we did say this before, was like, um, like even having this discussion. And I think sometimes we can really feel like it's just a kind of Christian church issue around dating and that it's really hard. But actually it's a very common, universal kind of thing. Like it's not just specific to issues in the church or finding that difficult like I think dating is hard across the board <laughs> yeah. and I think actually that's helped me and mm-hmm. being like it's not just because of like the challenges around that actually how, like this is a discussion that mm-hmm. everyone is having that dating mm-hmm. is never that picture perfect A to B kind of thing there's all those kind of things with it and actually that's okay, and it's very
2: normal. And that's so important to talk about because I I don't know about you, but there are a group of people within the church who got married really young, mm-hmm. um, and you know, God bless them. That is not my story. <laughs> um, <laughs> my dating life has been far more up and down, and more on the disastrous level. Well, <laughs> feel free to
3: send us any stories. We yeah. enjoy
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> how long have you got um <laughs> no uh, the but the there have I've experienced a little bit of an attitude of people that have done it and they' they're married now and they've sort of ticked that that box mm. not that marriage's mm. box um the ones that got married very young had this like i've I i do not know whether it's actually real or whether I felt the pressure of it from people that I knew then of that they 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 bossed it they smashed dating mm. um and you know they did but that's because god intended that then um and everyone's journey is different and so mm-hmm. it's so important i find to have that discussion and the fact that you deciding to end a relationship or to not date that person or to date that person is not you've done well or you've done badly it's just what's happening yeah
3: yeah absolutely i think we were saying as well that like it can seem like it's two discrete things like you're single mm-hmm. you're in a relationship or you're married and actually the fact is like we fluctuate and you know, there's people who are also married who really sadly it doesn't work out Mm. or they're widowed or, you know, and actually you come back into being single or you're dating and it doesn't work out. Mm. Um, And actually we're kind of the same people, like regardless of where you are. And it's, yes, it's not like a hierarchy of kind of progressing up the ladder Mm. um, or suddenly you're in a relationship and now everything's fine and your friends and all that other stuff that was important in your life suddenly isn't important. Like you're still you and actually it's more complicated you're trying to navigate All these different things, and you've added an extra person into the mix. Like, if anything, it's making life more complicated. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think Mm -hmm. actually, it's just not that helpful to see it as you know, we have our church small group of the single people and our church small group of the married people. Like, it's not a helpful dichotomy, really.
2: And we should be able to help each other in that because you're, if you're somebody who's engaged and about to be married, then the married people within your church environment can come in and support you. Mm -hmm. But if you're unfortunately going through a breakup or a divorce or something like that, then the single people can be like, Hey, this is the stuff that you can like look forward to and can help with you with your like yeah. um, identity change. I think Amelia and I were talking about this uh, quite a lot recently, haven't we? Um, mm. Reflecting when you break up with somebody mm. um, you go or when they break up with you, you go from being the, the girlfriend or the boyfriend and then suddenly you're not. Yeah. Like, a bit of an identity like, mm-hmm. but who am I now? Um, yeah so having the support from your single friends in the church community essential man oh it is and I think like just to add to that it's just like why
1: why do we put singleness is lesser like why is that something that can be seen when actually it really is like an incredible time and space and there's so many positives yes okay it does come with some like you know negatives at times as well but like that's a that's like part and parcel of everything with life isn't it and actually i really like i guess i get frustrated when it feels like singleness is spoken of as like the kind of waiting the waiting Mm -hmm. space when actually it's just that's just your space that you're occupying right now and actually there's so much good that is offered in that space and that you can do with it in like it's empowering you get to know yourself and also I think when you date you get to know yourself as well
0: mm. like oh, through
1: dating you really get to unpick and learn a lot about yourself <laughs> can, can you give us an example Well, I'm just gonna like go back to that I I'll say because I said it on our podcast I accidentally dribbled once <laughs> <laughs> on a date that was quite embarrassing but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think like apart from like that like you know that kind of Tongue and cheek side, which actually did happen, it was mortifying. But <laughs> <Yeah>, um, <laughs> like, you can learn like what you are comfortable with. So, are you comfortable with a certain type of communication? Do you prefer phone calls? Do you prefer meeting up regularly? What's your boundary? What do, what can you tolerate for yourself? Actually, what's your strength? So, you good at like making small talk? Are you good at um making All somebody dates? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, there is so much that you can learn about yourself, and also, yeah, kind of in that sense as well. It's like it's an opportunity to see yourself in a new light. Like, if you go traveling, you learn about yourself, don't you? How do you manage stress? How do you manage like all of these like time things that you have to stick to being in a different culture? Like, it's another opportunity to learn something
3: about who you are, I think. Yeah. And also, sometimes if you don't date people, like, you don't necessarily even know who. You- would be a good match for you as like a person I think sometimes you might think someone's sort of like would be mm. perfect naturally then you hang out with them and it's the same with friendship but like you hang out with someone and you're like oh actually this is much more like difficult than I thought it was going to be or like oh gosh we really click and yeah and that same thing you can kind of learn actually I mean we've talked about it a lot on the podcast kind of you can have these priorities about like you want someone to like look a certain way mm. or have a certain job or own a house or you know whatever is important to you but actually those things aren't necessarily what is important and what's important yeah. is like actually that your characters match and sometimes you yeah. don't know that unless you actually try spending time with someone yeah plus yeah. if
2: you, if you're looking for someone to own a house you've severely <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah you've limited that
2: pool right <laughs> you might have to aim <laughs> like
0: older yeah <laughs> much older or move yeah. further up
1: the country move north <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love love what you're saying about actually you do have to kind of like you do have to try this out because if you kind of if you go in with the mindset of I have to marry the first person I date like if these if the communication styles aren't right mm. if the personalities don't match like but you force yourself to marry them anyway that's mm. a terrible idea you're just yeah. setting yourself up a life mm. of unhappiness and actually like one I think one of the really important things is as like young Christian people is that we don't let this pressure that's around us get to us mm. so that we stick in these relationships for longer than we should even yeah. to the point of marriage because some people do mm-hmm. um, which is yeah like really sad
3: yeah I think the thought and I definitely unwrapped this in my mind through doing the podcast I think like we both did mm. in a way that kind of subconscious thought maybe that like if you date someone like you know you're thinking about potentially it leading to marriage like right from the start actually yeah. that's so much pressure why mm. would you ever go on a date with anyone that maybe is a question mark mm. because you're not going to marry them and yeah like you say it's your entire life that you're committing to in marriage And um, going on one date with someone is not committing your entire life mm. and they should not be yeah. comparative because saying yeah I'll go for a coffee with someone like at the end of the day, it might be two uncomfortable hours and mm-hmm. then you're done. Maybe half an hour if you're better at getting out of situations than I am. But <laughs> like marriage is your whole life and you're only going to do that with someone, hopefully, that you really love and also yeah. just
2: get on really well with. On top of that, it's really sensible to reduce your expectation, to guard your own heart as well, um, mm-hmm. because you're putting a lot of pressure on that other person. If you're like, mm-hmm. oh, we've been on a few dates or we've been dating for like a couple of weeks, uh, this is the this is the one like yeah. <laughs> uh, you are put you're setting yourself up for a big wound if you're not careful mm, because mm-hmm. suddenly you've been dating for a couple of months you've convinced in your head and in your thought life because that's a big one isn't it like what yeah. are you talking about how much time is that one person who you, have you actually got to know properly occupying in that this is my this is my husband this is my wife mm-hmm. and then before you know it that they, they might break up with you or something might happen and and then suddenly you are you're not only upset about losing of that person but also this imaginary future that you just imagined in your head about happily ever after because Disney lies. <laughs> yeah.
1: No it yeah. does mm-hmm. but also just like on that point like if you settle or feel like the expectation to to be married to the person you've been on four or five dates with you then like you you risk you really risk the potential of like getting so married to that thought that you begin to lose and compromise on yourself yes and then actually are you becoming like a shell of the person that you are are you being true to who you are and who you've been created to be mm-hmm. by compromising so much of who you are to make something work that you're like romanticizing
2: Great mm-hmm. really point just smashed
0: yeah. it, be... <laughs> that's, the <end>. that's, it.
1: <laughs> that's the ted talk
0: <laughs> yeah like i think it kind of it raises this issue actually like how do we date biblically because again like one of the huge issues in this area is actually like dating as a modern concept you don't really see it in the bible because the mm. bible is it's a lot about you know these people have arranged marriages or you know kind of almost any situation but dating in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways um how throwing this question out to all three of you how do we date biblically is huge
2: (laughs) that's a big question (laughs) yeah that is a big question I
3: think yeah there's a lot I don't know there's probably lots of areas in life that this applies to as well where there's not like a biblical model necessarily of how exactly to do it but I think what we've kind of tried to Think about in the podcast and like in our own lives is actually like dating. Use it like trying to represent like the character of Jesus and like emulate what he would do in the sense of like actually respect for other people, being kind, kind of actually trying to leave people better mm-hmm. than you found them, not being selfish, kind of those things. That actually, you can bring into dating, so it's not you're not just going to a date and thinking, "Is this the man that I'm going to marry?" Like this is what I'm looking for. These are my tick list. Do they match Mm -hmm. it? Are they going to pay for my dinner? You know, anything like that, where it's actually like taking, but actually, okay, who, what can I learn from this situation? What can I, how can I like make sure that they have a good experience and feel like listened to and respected and all
0: -hmm. all that stuff I'm
3: thinking about, like on a first date here, obviously, but actually like going and being honest as well, like as you get further down the dating journey, like actually how can I have integrity and honesty and be true to like, Mm -hmm. like, Geraldine said like to who God created me to be but also not try and get them to compromise on Mm. who God's created them to be kind of Mm -hmm. those things I think probably are more helpful to think about than like a biblical model for it I guess because there's lots of other things that we see in the bible that we don't enact exactly Mm. like I don't cover my head when I go to church or not speak out loud or anything like that which we see as contextual and so I think actually we can kind of take the heart of things and Mm. bring that
1: into it yeah yeah
3: well, I was just going to say, like you said,
1: these two arranged marriages. How great would that mm. be? To a degree, that would take a lot of stress out of the situation. It'd be very much easier. <laughs> yeah, weird, wouldn't it? But to be fair, I don't know if I trust my parents no, to do I that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like, I would, I would probably answer the question like really similarly to how Sarah has actually, and just being mm. like, I don't know how to answer what biblical dating is because, like you said, there isn't a picture, is there? There's not one mm. way of doing it, but I think. For me, what's really important is doing it with integrity, doing it with respect, being true to who you are, you know, being kind of being intentional about it in that sense of like, how are you approaching it? How are you approaching that other person, like in like hoping and seeking to leave that situation with you being a better person and them being better and having a good experience. Like sometimes I don't know if we just rub up against people in our lives. Like just that's sounded bad.
0: <laughs> Please don't <laughs> actually do that. it's <laughs> a pretty expression that Sarah made. <laughs> like, is anyone going to say it?
1: <laughs> that really <tickled> me. <laughs> That's a uh, not advocate doing that to people. Also, but- can we
2: just say with the the like. Those of you listening, you can't see this, but um, Sarah and Geraldine are sat right next to each other <laughs> on Zoom, and so as she said, her arm just like <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I was trying to say is like I I like I do believe that like not all relationships or interactions are destined to be like that that one lasting thing, but actually, if you're in a relationship or you're interacting with somebody for like a couple of days, a year, however long it's going to be. Like, let's try and do that well. Mm-hmm. do Live that as best as we can. Do that with integrity, love, light, kindness, like the fruits of the spirit, you know, being generous and like bringing that into it. And then hoping that both of you, for whatever length that relationship is there for, leaving us better people.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love That's that. Cool. I really love that. And it's so like... I think especially looking at how we can, like you say, kind of how we can serve and develop the other person as well is really key because that's so counter because it's so, like, at the moment it's kind of like, what can I get out of this relationship? Yeah. Um, mm. like, and especially in such a chaotic world that we have around us, mm. kind of, like, looking for security, which so many people do in a relationship, is look for security in that other person. um, But, yeah, like, actually going in with the attitude of, how can I like you say kind of stay true to yourself but also how do I kind of like help this person in their walk with Jesus Mm. you know is that my role also is kind of a question as well kind of is that something that we are going to do as in a relationship or as friends or not at all um it's really cool to to question that so
2: I've often heard it like described as like honoring somebody how do you mm. how do you honor that person because sometimes honoring that person is breaking up with them mm. like yeah um and how do you do that as as honorably and as honoring them as you can um because ultimately they're also a child of Christ and you know I've heard it in so many relationship talks see so, you know this is your brother or sister in Christ or have mm. you but that is that is true there's a reason we say it um and it's keeping a, a like an eye on that I and mean, I think actually it also applies to like, because I, I remember I was
3: talking about like, actually, a fact, I just really don't like to let people down. Mm-hmm. And so the thought of like going on a date with someone and then them being really interested and then not being interested, I was like, oh gosh, like, how do you do this? Like, I don't want to have to like marry this person because I don't want to let them down. And actually we have another friend who I feel like is really good at this. So just mm-hmm. like sending a message to be so respectful and just say,
2: mm-hmm. you know, it was really
3: lovely to meet you like I don't see it going yeah. anywhere but thank you so much for your time you know and actually it can be like so simple but actually just saying or doing the you know mm-hmm. I think you probably also felt that it was a friend's life and then you yeah. save their dignity and everything but actually even doing that is like so much more respectful than yeah. um Bring just being like oh kids. well obviously there wasn't yeah like mm. you just
2: I feel like ghosting people is like very not it's not you ideal integrity. No, no, no. <laughs> so, um, the thing is, yeah. I've done it though. I've done it, and I feel awful. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> um, no, like genuinely. I went,
0: uh, <laughs> She's been called out on her own podcast. I think, yeah, yeah.
2: Honestly. No, I did. I also, I also spoke about this for Salt, the dating channel, and um, they were like, "Would you like to come in and talk about ghosting?" And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay." <laughs> but the. Like that idea of, I don't want to let somebody, I don't want to have that confrontation. um. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to ghost when it happens to you and you're on the other side, it's horrible. But when somebody mm-hmm. gives you that message of, hey, it's lovely chatting or it's lovely meeting up, but you, you, you feel so much better as the person mm-hmm. on the other side of that going, oh, I know. At least I don't have to go, well, what happened? What went wrong? Like
0: yeah, it's just it's so much about communication, isn't it? Like mm, actually yeah. there's so much that can be achieved when we communicate properly, both, you know, in that situation where you're breaking it off and in the relationship as well. Like mm. I, I mean, I say this as someone who's never never dated, but it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty mm. good one, I think. Communication. And also at yeah. the
3: start, like if more people just went and said, look, shall we go on a date? Mm-hmm. That would also solve a lot of problems.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have a question for you. Have you ever asked a guy out?
3: I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Um. Wait. Actually, that's not true. One time, I did message someone and say, like, should we go for coffee? But that was like someone that we've been like back and forth messaging mm-hmm. for a long time, okay. and I think you told me to do it. Probably. <laughs> <them. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um. But I do. I genuinely think, like, actually, we need to do that more. People mm. need to do that more, and like it does take courage, but also at the end of the day, if they turn you down, you're going to be like (laughs) a bit embarrassed for a minute, but yeah, you know, and you're not going to agonize over it for months thinking, Oh, I really like that. And it could solve a lot of problems. It's also quite empowering.
1: It is.
2: Yes. Especially for like, um, well, I I did a a bit of a study on this actually, when I was working for another dating company as part of my job. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like put out a couple of like questionnaires to see what the sort of gender Uh, stereotypes and how people thought about them still Mm -hmm. and like there was like guys do you do you do you like being asked out by girls or is it off-putting and they were like most of them like 70% 80% were like yeah great I love it I love it if a girl asked me out she's confident that's cool Mm -hmm. the girls were like we wouldn't dare ask a guy out (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so much more of that percentage there um obviously you had your like diehard feminists that were like yeah I will ask them out, whatever mm. um but <laughs> the majority of people and then I was like asking a couple of people what why and they were like well because it comes off as as a bit desperate
1: mm. yeah oh mm-hmm. which is like I hate that that's the case but it is isn't it like you gen- that is genuinely kind of the feel around it but I don't think it should be because why is it not desperate for a guy to ask a girl mm. I and also and,
2: and clearly from the from this <laughs> not scientific in any way but from my <laughs> little uh, polls that I put out um the guys didn't mind in fact they're quite like yeah. and there's yeah. you know, there's all sorts of personalities out there and like, mm. like there's the shyer men that really probably it absolutely terrifying and yeah. would love a girl to ask them out so mm-hmm. lady if you're listening and this is you ask him out
1: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I think it's yeah, because like it's awkward for everybody. I don't think anybody particularly really enjoys asking people out because it's vulnerable, isn't it? Everyone hates
0: vulnerability. Yeah, and especially if you're like if you're going in, kind of actually quite really quite liking somebody. Yeah, it's, it's just this huge thing. Like I've done it a couple of times, mm. and as as we see, it has <laughs> not ended like particularly well, and it has been really huge. But actually, it is mm. a real confidence builder. <laughs> That's probably not a good thing to say on this podcast. No, it's real. It's real. Really? Like you know, sometimes it can be painful, but also mm-hmm. that's okay. Like, and it's it's really good to kind of step out in this because, yeah. like, like you said, Sarah as well. Like, you you know, you, you're not gonna know. Like, mm. sometimes it can go on for months, and that that does kind of make it worse,
1: mm-hmm. um, mm. in some
0: ways. And so, yeah, like if you're wondering, if you're in one of these situations, like, really encourage you to to go for it, guys and girls. Yeah, like, yeah. Because also, you know when you're when you're in kind of long dragged out periods it can just make things so much worse um, yeah. and also it can end well like in mm. a lot of situations it can end really well yeah,
2: yeah. you never know unless you try so. yeah exactly exactly, exactly.
0: There to date, often- guys. <laughs>
2: yeah, there we are. There it is. <laughs> yeah, often as well. Like if you are, you know, you know that kind of. Oh, I like this person, and that. If you're not careful, that turns into more than it should because the mm. idea is quite exciting. It's quite nice to like mm. somebody, isn't it? Without having to have the actual, um, messiness of yeah actually relationship or actually having to ask them out. Um, mm. it's quite nice to have that. Oh, and I think particularly in like if you've got a couple of people around you who are quite into the chatting about relationships anyone you like at the moment you can like can get into this little world of, oh I quite like this but and it's varied in high school um but it's it's dangerous so basically mm. definitely hashtag yeah <laughs> <laughs> um online dating yay or nay yay yep
1: definitely
2: come on <laughs> I think it's like I think it's just like
1: it's the way that people meet these days mm. like it's far it's far more common to hear people saying like I met online in yeah. actually it can like it can open up the opportunity for you to meet people that you never would have met before. Like mm-hmm. that's one bonus of it. Another bonus is that if you have a terrible date, the chance of you crossing over with them again pretty slim.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You yeah. know, takes pretty less pretty. of that kind of anxiety out of it. And I like it's quite convenient. Literally there oh. on your on your phone, kind of easy. Set up a date, quite nice
0: hmm Yeah, good one. I literally went to a wedding like a few weeks ago with people who met on salt. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. There you go. There you go. Testimonials. It does.
2: We had
3: like actually, I mean, I'm quite proud of this that quite a few people have messaged saying because they listened to our podcast, they went on online dating and now they've got like a and a half a relationship. Yeah. At least one of them's got yeah. married. Yeah. So yeah, never that basically, yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah, I will. Do, I think we did say on our podcast we'd like yeah. an invite to the wedding, but... Yeah, we've not
1: had the invite yet, <laughs> <Still> but... <come. laughs>
3: you know, we're waiting. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's going to work out for everyone, and I think, you know, you have to decide yourself whether or not you want to go on it, and it might be, you know, that there's stuff going on in your life that either it's not a good time, or actually, mm. like, meeting strangers would be very anxiety-inducing, or you wouldn't feel safe, or all that stuff, and you have to kind of take that into account yourself. But I think, yeah, mm. like Geraldine said, it's a really good way to just meet people that you never would have met you can learn so much about yourself through it you can actually have a really great time with people like if you count everyone as a great human being who would have something to offer you can Mm. always have an interesting conversation Mm, or a really funny story yeah (laughs) and yeah you never know I think like an awkward date is just funny yeah I agree I definitely have yeah I, I don't know if you have too been on online dates where the other person just doesn't really talk, yeah. And then I like ask so many questions, and they're just giving me nothing. And then, yeah, I feel like I am just talking to like fill oh, the space, yeah. but then I feel awkward. But I don't think they feel awkward because they always seem to think it's gone well,
2: yeah. Sometimes they're like, Oh, they want somebody that's chatty and that will talk, yeah. yeah like sometimes it just is
0: awkward, but also that's okay, yeah. like you know, it's not the it's end of the world, it's not a if second it's awkward, date, that's fine, yeah. yeah. Might just not be the right thing, so mm. yeah.
3: And I think that comes from like having the more casual attitude
0: because yeah. if
3: you're going into it thinking maybe this will be great or maybe it won't but you know it's nice to go out and meet a new person that's very different from being like <gasps> I'm going to meet my future husband like that's of course <laughs> that's going to be huge pressure and you're going to mm. be so disappointed and I think we'd also say like from what other people said to us as well is actually like getting onto a date sooner rather than later just meeting in person or at least having a phone call rather than chatting for a long time is really helpful because you can chat and get an idea of someone and then you meet them and they're not at all who you thought Mm. they were going to be and like the longer that period goes on for the harder it's going to be when you meet and it's not
1: a good situation
2: I would add to that uh, like a video chat soon if you don't if you're like if it's a bit of a travel because with online dating Mm. you can end up like matching with people that are further mm. away than just down the road or what have you yeah. it's a bit like oh, do I really want to like spend that money driving there yeah. or what have you so video chat is mm. a great way to do it and then yeah, you're like oh I, I do I like this but let, let's actually meet up kind of vibe yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you
3: can limit that time down quite well as well
2: yes you oh, can I, can just get... go.
3: <laughs> I love that fair <laughs> enough
2: <laughs> also like I mean there is something in a there's something efficient and inefficient about online dating in the way that you know that that people are on there generally because they want to date. So it takes out that mm. kind of question of, do they like mm. me, do they not? Do so if mm. you match, you know that that's great. So that kind of efficient, but then it's inefficient because you don't get that kind of instant connection that you do when you're in person and that instant mm. knowing if you like their vibe,
0: um, mm.
2: which, so and I know you've sort of mentioned about the kind of wanting to meet somebody in person amelia
0: Um, i mean i am i'm kind of just a hopeless romantic to be honest like Like, well obviously like that'd be amazing but like even just the kind of the thought of online dating for me like i'm and i'm not saying this is the case because again like i haven't tried it so i really can't say anything but Mm. like the thought of it takes a lot of the romantic element Mm. out of it um but also, like I mean, like you said before, like films Disney, so much to blame for this because yeah. it's kind of like it just gives this image in our culture. Actually, this is what dating should be like. Like you should meet in a coffee shop and have this instant connection, and then you know suddenly be dating and married six months later, kind of thing. Mm. Um, that's what I want. <laughs> I Don't want to get married. <laughs> but even <laughs> when funny. you talk to people who did meet in
3: person. <laughs> Very often, the story is not romantic at all. No. Yeah, <laughs> like they were friends for ages first, and like didn't like each other, and then they got together, mm. or you know, yeah. one of them asked the other one out, and the other one actually was like, "Oh, I'm not interested," but there's no one else around, so I'll go. Like, I
2: feel like often the stories aren't. My my parents have like the least, least romantic proposal story of ever, 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 ever. <laughs> my dad, um, uh, the my dad and mum were chatting, and my dad went. I think we should write a list of advantages and disadvantages of getting married. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
2: um, which was kind of, the, which was the proposal. Um, there was no oh. other, there was no, will you marry me? There was the, they, they then went went and wrote their separate list. <laughs> and then they looked oh. at it, collated it and went, yeah, okay, let's get married.
1: <laughs> I kind of love that. It's quite fishy. Yeah. It's, you know it, to... To
2: it's just yeah. not romantic in any way. No, it's not romantic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's clearly worked. I mean, Mm. together so well done. I
3: think like we, everyone wants that. I would think like that romantic, like swept off the feet moment. And some people, I'm sure, do get it. But yeah, Mm. I just think it's also. I'm not one of those people. We're lied to sometimes. I, mm. I
2: I don't I don't, I find romantic stuff really cheesy, um, mm. and I'm just like no.
1: That's because <laughs> your parents did a list to get engaged.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you inherited that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, I didn't. T- yeah. <laughs> right,
0: wow. Well. <Yeah>. Oh, funny. <laughs> when we were growing up, online dating wasn't a thing. Mm. Suddenly, it became a thing, like a bit later on, um and it's always had this stigma around it. So I think, mm. like you know, um. It's is a weird space to kind of grow up in as opposed to kind of the generation below us, I guess, who are yeah. kind of just really okay with this idea, like it's normal for them. Mm. Um, but for yeah. us, I guess it's it's always been this kind of mixed, mixed thing and like yeah so I don't know probably I do just need to get over myself and
1: well I would say you don't need to get over yourself no. absolutely fine like you like be comfortable with where like how it works for you like there's no mm-hmm. pressure either way but maybe one thing that could potentially help a little bit is just reframing online dating to be like that's your meet cute Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also like genuinely you don't need to get over yourself in any way like if you're comfortable to do online dating great if you're not then don't like yeah. what like do what works for you there's no pressure there's no time pressure mm. you know? um,
2: and ultimately like being comfortable single and but if you don't we, singleness if you want to date it doesn't have to be all the time and there's definitely times when you need to take a break mm. that for myself when I've been like I'm just in the motion of dating here and I don't actually mm. want to be um, and the time thing is a, is a, is a, is a thing. Have I got yeah. this time? Because you can you can start chatting to somebody like if you're doing the online thing, not chatting to somebody online, and then suddenly like oh, you, your life just explodes with busyness. And then what could have potentially been a relationship or something that could have gone a bit further, you had to let go of because you were so busy. And if you recognise that sooner rather than later, that can be a wise thing and be like actually right now I I, I just don't have the time yeah yeah Yeah. I will and now I'm ready kind of thing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that we kind of wanted
3: with the podcast as well like not at all to say like everyone needs to be dating because I actually think some people never want to get married that's Mm -hmm. great they're just living their single best lives I love that fully back that that's amazing other people yeah it's not the right time they have dated in the past or actually they're not ready or Mm. they don't have time or you know there's other stuff going on in life and actually I think it's more just like it's empowering to know you have the option. Mm -hmm. but there was a long time I didn't go on online dating I went on it for a little bit I felt like it was good for me but I also didn't really like it and so I came off it and I'm glad I did it because I'm like I know that's there and I know that for me it was good to do it because I was judgmental about online dating and I bought into that stigma of it and I don't want to be someone who judges something actually inaccurately and there's nothing wrong with it and it's great and there's great people on there. Loads of my friends have met people online. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good. I don't think it was for me all the time. Um, Yeah, but I think it's like to have that power to say, actually, this is where I am. If I really want to meet someone, I don't need to wait for someone to come mm-hmm. and ask me out. Like I am able to go and ask someone out or yeah. go on online dating It just, or go to speed dating or do something else. It just kind of unlocks that thing that I think we can often feel or people can often feel yeah just powerless and then you're also told singleness is less good so Mm -hmm. you feel powerless and you also feel like you're in an inferior state and that's just not what we believe at all so that's kind of what we wanted to say as well
0: no absolutely I love that I love that and it's so like you say it's so important to recognize like where you're at yeah Um, because like there's no point rushing yourself into it especially like um you know emotionally like the reality unfortunately is that people have so much baggage a lot of the time um Mm -hmm. which you know no like judgment or stigma at all but actually sometimes you are that person with baggage and if you're not in a right place to start dating forcing yourself is not going to do anything for Mm. you it's actually going to do a lot more damage a lot of the time and so like you know particularly if you've I mean there's this whole thing of like rebounds like if you've just come out of a relationship like you need to make sure absolutely that you are ready to date before you go into that because it's you know if you're rushing yourself and you're actually not over the previous person or whatever your situation is um you know if you're not in the right place to date there's no point forcing yourself um because you can hurt someone else exactly (laughs) Exactly. exactly
2: um one of the really important things within this whole like dating sphere anyway is having like mates as well who mm. are in a similar kind of path or just people that can and can hold you accountable and stuff like taking it back to when we're talking about how we honor people on how we date well like mm. having mates that you can help check in with that make sure that you are not kind of um like I guess all of the points that we've been talking about today are that support network and that almost almost that th- the third wheel that is necessary mm. in this dating debacle oh i quite like that dating debacle um, <laughs> i, I like that uh, it's, it's really useful and i think you guys are, say that for each other and uh definitely amelia and i are for one another as well so yeah before
0: we end <laughs> um again guys thank you so much for coming on um, is there anything that you like came here to say that you wanted to say that you haven't had the opportunity to do so yet
2: I think no yeah i think we've covered it all cool and mm. if people want to listen to your podcast where can they find it thank you very much yes they can find us we're on
3: <laughs> spotify soundcloud apple Podcasts, all the places um we're called a tale of two signals. Um and you can email us as well at tale of two signals at gmail.com if you've got any questions or funny dating stories we are planning to do another series at some point. Yay, so we, we love welcome. Come
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this week, people, our recommendation section. We figured we'd make it appropriate to what we've just been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to recommend to you unusual funky day ideas. Mm-hmm. Um Sarah, why don't you go first? Have you got a recommendation for us for unusual day ideas?
3: We were trying to think about this. <laughs> Didn't oh, yeah. really necessarily come up with anything particularly unusual. Well, I thought maybe it'd be quite fun to go on a wine tasting
0: experience. Ooh, mm. Yes, I love that.
3: That's yeah, cool. something to talk about, yeah. but also someone to like explain things to you mm-hmm. if you know it's a bit much. And who doesn't like? Some people don't like wine. Fair enough, but people who do like wine, have great, a great time. Yeah,
0: yeah, love that. Yeah. that, that is great show. 100% would do that. cool, Geraldine.
1: Um I went kind of opposite and thought unusual it would be a trampoline park.
0: That yes. Would, that'd be
1: fun.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, I've wanted to do that. <laughs> jumping on a trampoline is actually quite exhausting. So I do worry that it would show how, how horribly unfit I am. If you end up red and <laughs> sweating after like three months
2: <laughs> Yeah. I feel like maybe it's, it's okay. not a first date idea. Mm, maybe yeah. it's like you've got to know it down the line a bit more. They know that you Fifth can look pretty sometimes, and now mm. you're showing them the other side.
3: yes fun side so
2: good -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. okay so mine's a a yeah a date recommendation but also a recommendation to do with your friends Mm -hmm. um it is uh either a starter or a dessert crawl so like you would do a pub crawl um it's like choose if you're a starter person or if you're a dessert person, one of those and go to different like restaurants and just mm-hmm. order a starter or just order a dessert. I That's did it with my friends cool. at uni, it's a great idea. Um so
1: that is a good idea.
0: Let's do good. it, guys. Absolutely. What about That's... you, Amelia? What's yours? No, I was gonna say so good because you know you can definitely drag that drag that out as well and go to quite a few places. Um mm-hmm. mine is doing an escape room. Oh my like, God. it's so much fun i've done it with friends and like again you can do this with friends or with a date mm-hmm. um but yeah it's so much fun like you can get some really kind of like different funky ones and mm-hmm. the one we did was kind of like a science lab type thing um but you can get so many different themes as well mm-hmm. um but also like you can i think tanya was saying this before we were recording like you can kind of like See how their mind works. <laughs> it's a good mm. test of compatibility. And how oh, they cope with stress. Mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like of how well you work together as a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. a pretty
2: good
1: one. one actually, it's, it's just levels. You know, it's drawing me back to sorry, digress again. But okay, have you watched shit'squeak Creek? Yeah. There's an episode where they do the escape room, and that, and it's just what who? What character would you be? Would you be moira <laughs> Would you be Johnny? What was he all called? I can't remember. their name <laughs> it's David. <laughs> Oh you yeah. Alexis. Alexis. Who are you going
2: <laughs> <Yeah. You can laughs> to be either get really fun. well or really badly? Yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Um, those of you listening, please do also listen to a, a tale of two singles podcast. It's amazing, but don't stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> please do give us a like a follow subscribe and a review on, on, uh, the podcast sites. Um, and any suggestions you've got for ideas, for next episodes and stuff like that, please get in contact. Thank you very much. bye bye
1: bye, bye. 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 bye.